Hi, and welcome to another episode of Clarity with AC. Um, today, we are going to have a really fun conversation because you guys get to meet two of my only friends, um, <laughs> Kaya and Kayla. Um, and we're going to talk about monogamy from the female perspective. So a couple of weeks ago, you guys heard my homies, Micah and Malachi, give the male perspective. And we had a really good conversation. I appreciate them coming on. But, you know, we need the female's perspective because you niggas be acting like we just, <laughs> you know, we just be pulling stuff out of our ass about um, <laughs> monogamy and pressure on you and all that other stuff. So mm, that's not the truth. And we're actually going to tell you the truth today. <laughs> so before I introduce my guests, I want to, um, damn, I always forget the word. Uh, recap yes <laughs> see these are why they are my friends Jesus. um <laughs> recap of what monogamy means so it means marriage with one with only one person or the practice of having only one mate i'll say that again marriage with only one person or the practice of having only one mate so we're gonna hop right into this thing right after their introductions Kayla, tell me your name, which I already said, and um, <laughs> and your relationship status. Hey, y'all. My name is Kayla. I am newly married. Been married for about a month. Ooh, over ooh. a month. Yeah. We're still alive. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and that's it, I think, right? Yeah. You're not that interesting. I know. Um, <laughs> so boring. Jeez. <laughs> so boring. Kaya. I am Kaya. Um, I am single, and yes, I am ready to mingle. Period. Yes. And she fine, fine. She so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tag her. I'm gonna tag her in the comments. But I'm not desperate. Period. <laughs> I am. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they picked that up. Oh, help us, Jesus. <laughs> okay. So this. This conversation um, was brought up because, like I said in the last one, um, a conversation between a well-known couple, um, Deval and Kadeem, and, um, you know, he kind of brought up feeling pressured, um, you know, when she was just simply stating, like, you know, what her expectations were as they were progressing in their relationship. But, you know, they also talked about just um, sex and how that changed after um, marriage and babies and if women, you know, want monogamous relationships then they got to understand you know how sex is like really important or just being with one woman is is a task sometimes and all this other drama that y'all be expressing as your feelings but it don't be making sense sometimes so do y'all feel like mm -hmm. we pressure men into monogamous relationships Um, I do not think that we force monogamous relationships on men. Um, when you choose to be in a monogamous relationship, you are choosing to be with that person and that person only. So in my personal opinion, I feel like, um, when we make that commitment, whether we're dating or, um, 
I don't know, early on in dating or later in dating and if it's, it's leading to marriage or something. But um, I just feel like we are making the commitment to one another and we are we're deciding to be loyal to one another. It's it shouldn't be that hard to right. say that I want to be in a relationship with you. You want to be in a relationship with me. So we're not going to step outside of this. Come on. Right. That yeah. makes sense. I agree. I feel like we, first of all, we're too grown for it to feel like, oh, this person is pressuring me or forcing me. If you are an adult and you are a functioning adult mm-hmm. with a brain, I feel like it's not hard for us to understand this concept of free will. If you don't agree or if you think that it's going to be a problem later down the line, you can leave. I think a choice is a choice. If you don't agree with the standard that I've placed, or if I don't agree with the standard that you've placed, say your standards are you want to have two girlfriends or you want to have two partners and you want your partner to do this, this, and this, you want her to cook or you want them to cook and clean and blah, blah, blah. And if that doesn't work with what I have envisioned for myself, I can choose to leave. But if you are going to say, yes, I agree with this, or, you know, I choose, I choose you and I choose to honor your standards um, in a, in this relationship. And then later down the line, when you're not happy, disguise it as pressure. I think that's a form of manipulation. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's wrong. So I don't think that we force men to be in monogamous relationships. If that changes at any time, that's up to that man to speak up and say, this doesn't work for me anymore, but don't disguise it as pressure when you were all for it at the, when it was at the uh, at the sake of losing her or losing that person if it didn't work, if you didn't go along mm-hmm. with what they said. Mm-hmm. Right? Can mm-hmm. I ask a question? Yeah. Thinking about like, so if I, if I as a woman bring it up first and I say, you know what? I want to know where we're going with this. We've been dating. We've been talking. We've been kicking it for a while. What's next? Is it pressure because I brought it up first? Mm-hmm. Because if my guy comes to me and says, well, I kind of want this open relationship. Or is he then pressuring me to be in an open relationship? Like, mm-hmm. I, is it because I said, you know, I want this mm-hmm. to go on this type of path? If he came to me saying that, would it be the same way? Like, oh, right. well, now mm-hmm. he's pressuring me to be in this open relationship. Right. No, because yeah. I don't want to be in an open right. relationship. Yeah. I'm going to leave if yes. that's what you want. And if at any point you feel like, you are being forced, you need to walk away anyway. Exactly. Yes. Like, yeah. That's that not point, healthy. Right. You're in a toxic relationship. Exactly. But yeah, I don't think that that's healthy. I, that's, that's a good question. I, probably mm-hmm. probably it is because you brought it up first. But yeah, I don't. That's not fair. And, and two, I feel like we only, like I had said last week, I feel like women only ask that when the man hasn't made their intention yes. clear. Mm-hmm. Women honestly only want clarity. That's mm-hmm. it. But that's the truth. Be clear in what your intentions are. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when men steadily complain about these things, it's just like, well, what do you want? Do you want to be the woman in this relationship? Because you're <laughs> acting like you want to be the one that's pursued or you want yeah. to be the one that's just like constantly. Um, I, I, it's like confusing confusion at this point like you don't mm-hmm. want to be the one to lead mm-hmm. so what kind of relationship are you looking right. for at, at this that point? point if it's confusion that ain't a fruit of the lord okay so, mm-hmm. hey, you, you better take that up with jesus at that point yeah. <laughs> i'm not pursuing yeah, no. i'm not doing right. that right period mm-hmm. the, the roles are y'all want to be you know 
the leader. You want people to be able to, like, you know, confide in you and trust your decisions and everything like that. All of that comes with being a leader. But I can't do all of that if you're not clear mm-hmm. in what you want. And as mm-hmm. a grown man, you should have taken the time to figure that out before starting something. Right. right. And to even say, say the woman y'all met and she, you know, decided to shoot her shot, right? Mm -hmm. So say she was the one that even initiated something. Mm -hmm. As a man, you're still supposed to, if you decide like, okay, well, you know, I ain't even, I ain't even, you know, Mm -hmm. see sis or whatever. Like, you know, she, she cool. She, I think I might want to pursue someone her. You're still the pursuer at that point. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes it's like role confusion when they begin to ask things like, or how you, how you, you know, brought that up. Um, reel me back in. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, is it flips? Like, yeah, no, because because even when he, if he were to ask that, it's still a choice at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You have the choice to say, no, nah, you know what? I'm not really into an open relationship. Like, even if we, if you brought that up a year into the relationship, I'm not into that, and I might be hurt. That now we have to part ways because this right. is not okay mm-hmm. with me. Exactly. But I'm right. still going to make the decision to say this is not okay with me mm-hmm. and I don't want to do that. And I think men sometimes like to use the excuse of pressure right. because you made the choice. Right. Or when you're not really ready to follow through with what you, and cho- that, yeah. what you chose. That's a big thing. Yeah. Because I feel like men will say now I feel pressure because I don't want to lose you. So I right. have to propose. And but that's, you no, you don't. You could have said you're not ready. Now right. it's on me. Now right. it's back on me to make the decision of whether or not I want to stay in this right. relationship. And I feel like that is a real, a real issue. I feel like we, we try not to. In order for us not to take the responsibility for ourselves, we then try to do some form of manipulation or mm-hmm. do some that then puts it back on the woman or the man, whichever in the case, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that's fair. In which we say. If I'm asking you a question, you can't come back with a question. You know what I mean? It's either yes or no. And if you have a yes attached to something, yes, but now I feel because I don't want to lose you, mm-hmm. that ain't that's not a yes, and that's a no. That's the answer in itself. Yeah. So I feel like, and then even also, we are allowed to change our minds. Like mm-hmm. our decisions make. Now, when you married, there's whole nothing. You know, like yeah. <laughs> you you went <laughs> that in at that point. <laughs> at that point, you're gonna take it up with the Lord if you want to get out. Okay. But what I'm saying is, you cannot say. In any relationship that's not a marriage, you cannot say, this is a choice that I made and I'm locked in for life. Mm-hmm. That's just is not how that works. Mm-hmm. No. If you have a, if you've made a choice and somewhere along the line, the choice is skewed or life happens, shit happens sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but it right. does. And it doesn't align with what you are, what you thought it would be. Guess what? You can ask to be let go. Yeah. <laughs> you can walk away and you could choose yourself. Because if at any point you're choosing that person over yourself, that's already toxic. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But you can choose to to go the opposite way if that's not what you want anymore. But don't say, and don't take it to the grave. That's Mm -hmm. my whole problem with the relationship or with the the initial interview with uh, Deval and Kadeem. He said he was, he's been pressured or why did we pressure? You want a whole relationship with three kids, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You feeling pressure? You're feeling pressured now. Hey, nah. hey, man, there's nah. <laughs> a whole other. You got some other stuff. It's a lot of stuff we got to talk about. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Right. Or, or, or not. And, and I think to, to that extent, 
they both brought up not knowing mm-hmm. possibly what they were signing up for yeah, yeah. and not having those conversations. So it's really, to me, important to, once you know better and you know yeah. that you should have certain conversations prior to, you know, getting married, then you need to make sure that you're having those conversations. But here's the thing. When you have them conversations, you also can't equate that to pressure. No. Because I'm I'm asking you things to know to make sure that we are aligned. And then two, yeah. so that I can just know how you think. Um, which kind of brings me to our next portion about standards and expectations. Just mm-hmm. as a woman, do you ever have you ever felt in the past, or do you feel now? Um, and you could kind of talk about prior to marriage, Kayla, of um, or even you know you about how to um you had said something earlier about what it even looks like choosing your spouse after marriage right because that's the thing um do you feel like or understand how that could equate to so-called pressure um do you feel like you've been your authentic self in dating relationships have you settled like where are you with setting your standards and expectations um I think I've always been myself in relationships. I can say for sure that I guess friendships, romantic relationships, any type of thing, um, there have been moments where you're like, you know what, if I do this, I can probably say that this person will want to be around me a little bit more. But it's not so drastic to where I'm saying I'm losing myself because Mm -hmm. I never want that to happen. If you don't get to know the person that I am authentically, then later on down the road, it's like we built this relationship on a lie. Yeah. And then later on down the road, that's not going to work in my favor. Mm-hmm. You'll eventually find out. We get married and then we sleeping in the same room together. And a weekend, you like, wait a minute. I never knew you did that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because I did it at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when you weren't around. But, like, no, I think that, um, yeah, I can definitely say I've been my authentic self. But I've always been somebody who's willing and open to try new things within reason Mm -hmm. um based on someone else's interest if i like you enough if i'm interested in you then i'm going to be interested in the things that you like too Mm -hmm. so you present something to me that i've never done before or never even thought about doing then Mm -hmm. i might say you know what let's try it let's give it a go because this is something new to me i'll do it because you like it why not Mm -hmm. yeah have you ever caught flack for like any expectations or standing like you asking for too much or who gonna do that or have I um I would probably say yes but then again I don't know because if I if I'm to say yes I would say it's never been verbatim like it's Mm -hmm. never come out as like you know what nah I ain't doing that because that's just you ain't my wife and I ain't at like you can't ask that of me Mm -hmm. but I feel like men have shown things in their actions when dating Mm -hmm. Um, if I require, I'm somebody that likes to hang out. Um, I like mm-hmm. to, you know, just like be out. I don't want to be in the house all day. Mm-hmm. And I don't like niggas that's going, what you doing me to death? Like, <laughs> and you never do anything with that. So for me, it's like, if, if I'm dating someone and this has happened to me in the past where I dated a guy and he was cool with chilling all the time. I appreciate that. If I've been working all day or it's been like, you know, just a rough week or something, we can mm-hmm. kick it. But best believe, if you want to kick it five days out of the week, I got an issue with that. 
And so mm-hmm. it wasn't so much he was saying you asking for too much. It was more so you showing me in your actions that you don't want to do more. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to ask. But when I did, and this is when I was younger. So, of course, you get older, you realize communication is key. When I did bring it to his attention, he was kind of like, oh, well, now I feel like I understand and let's try it again. But no, I've been kicking it with you for a long enough time to know that's not you. So now that you're telling me that you want to try something, it's you, it might last for a little bit, but you're going to slip right back into that old habit because that's not who you are. And I know mm-hmm. that now. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was a decision that you had to make at that time to oh, say, yeah. you know, this isn't going to work. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, but not you so- didn't feel like you had to force yourself. Not at all. Yeah. No. Good stuff. Okay. Can you ask the, the first question? I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you um? Did you ever felt like? Or felt like Jesus Christ? Did you ever feel like? <laughs> did you ever feel like um, stating your standards or expectations um, when getting to know someone? Um, you know, was an issue? Did they feel pressured? Um, and then, you know, what that what does that even look like as a married as a newly married person, mm-hmm. um, steadily choosing and adapting to your partner? Yeah. Um, <laughs> prior to dating my husband, I feel like the relationships that I were that I was in, I felt like a lot of it had to do with me. If I would say something much like you guys, like if I would say something that I wasn't okay with or wanted it to be changed, I feel like if it, I would state it, I ain't never been a quiet person. (laughs) Meek and mild, that ain't never been me. So I, you know, you state what, what it is that you need at that moment, at that, at that point though, because I was a little younger, I didn't know that it was a need. I thought I was just being difficult or, and niggas that like to play it crazy, like your needs are too difficult that's a clear indication i feel like that's not the person for you Mm -hmm. because what you Mm -hmm. need is what you need you can't help that right Mm -hmm. within reason of course but what you needed are your needs they're a necessity Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's literally that's literally what it is a necessity for you to feel love for you to feel like you belong for you to feel like hey you want me in your life so i feel love language yeah (laughs) yeah like that's one of my love languages quality time Mm -hmm. so for me quality time has always been i'm glad you brought that up it has always been like a top thing for me Mm -hmm. and so when I would say stuff, it would never change. It would just be like, he's he would come at it prior to my husband, right? He would come at it from the perspective of, well, I'm loving you as best as I can or I'm doing whatever I can, but it was coming from his love language, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between not knowing and not even trying to understand mm-hmm. what that looked like. Absolutely. So I feel like me being my authentic self, before I knew that it was a need for me to meet whatever it is that I needed, I feel like it was misconstrued into wanting too much and doing too much and being too much. And then that, of course, like any person that is with, you know, is in that relationship like that, you're going to feel like it's your fault and you're going to feel like, but I love him so much and I blah, blah, blah. But also I feel like when I learned who I was and a little bit more about me and did some self-reflection and, you know, past that, when I met my husband, I was at a stage in my life where I was not looking <laughs> for sure, but I also felt that I was at a stage where, I'm not really looking for words. I'm looking for actions because yeah, people that I dated prior, you can say whatever you want to say and you could be a smooth talker and I might be <laughs> swayed a little bit, right. but I'm going to need a little bit more than that, right? You could be a nice person, but you might be a nice person, just not my nice person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, when I realized like the things that I really needed to look for, 
I just, I just, it was a mindset change, right? It was a perspective change. So when I met my husband, he was persistent. You know what I mean? He was a man of his word. So, you know, uh, I don't want to say this. Yeah, so I had daddy issues. <laughs> and I had to work, yeah, I had to work, you know, I had to work through some things. So for me, I, my trust, some of my friends might call me tough, um, <laughs> but I just, I'm one of those people say what you mean, mean what you say. Mm-hmm. So if you say something, you better make sure that you follow through with what you say, because I feel like I'm loyal enough and I do the same. And I that's something high on my priority list. Mm-hmm. I care about my people tough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I do for you, I expect the same in return. And if it's not in return, then I feel like I'm not doing it for a return. Yeah. But I feel like when I need something, I go to my people. I go to my village. I go to the people that got my back. So when I met my husband, he was about that. He was a man of his word. You know, he mm-hmm. was a man of integrity. So all the things that I thought that I was too much, I, I asked him one time, I remember early on dating, I asked him, or I told, like, we talked about, like, some of the things that we want in a relationship. And one of the things that I said was, like, I would like to go on dates. I would like to go out. I, you know, like, I want to do stuff. And like, you guy, like, I like to kick it just like the next person. And I consider myself maybe a homebody 70% of the time. But I do like to kick it. You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. go out to eat. Let's dessert. I'm cool with that. You know? But <laughs> like, yeah, like I want, like I do want to do stuff with, you know, with my with my man. So I remember one time asking him, and he had planned a date, and you know, we talked about it, and then later, like maybe a couple months later or a couple weeks later, he planned a date, and I was just like so blown away because I'm like. <laughs> Oh my God, you took me he on a listened, date, right? right? You took me on a date, right? And it's not that I had never been on a date before, no. but he was so intentional That's about that date. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was like, wow, like we went on a date and I felt special. I'm like, yeah, oh man, is like, not right. And that's yeah. what I appreciated about him. It wasn't that he knew knew me inside out. It was that he cared enough to like give an effort. Mm-hmm. And for go. me, for me, that is like one of the things that I liked about him the most when I first met him is that he was persistent, but he was persistent in his efforts. Like there hasn't been a birthday that I've celebrated that he's not extra, you know what I mean? Yes. But that's like who he is, mm-hmm. but he does like, that's, that's his character. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I can be my authentic self and I can say something and know that you're not going to just, it's not going to fall on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know if that answers the question. It but, did because it gave, one, a wonderful perspective. I almost got a little teary-eyed. Oh, um, <laughs> oh. Um, because a lot of, so many women feel like they're too much yeah. or they asked for too much or that they're not good enough because okay. someone has not been intentional, Stepped right? Yeah. And sometimes that can cause us not to be authentic, right? right. And I think um, just coming from... I mean, y'all, y'all too know my story, (laughs) but um, coming from someone who has always dealt with someone who has made her feel like second best Mm -hmm. or that I am too much or that what I desire is unrealistic Mm -hmm. for you to say, you know, your story Mm -hmm. and for other women to hear that, like. No, there there are men, there are good men out here. And mm-hmm. I think we pay a lot of, we give too much credit to niggas that ain't nothing, exactly. right? To the, to, listen, right. To, to, yeah. to the ones who just aren't right, don't want to be right. right. Mm-hmm. Or, be right. okay, 
or are just not honest in, in their pursuit, right? Yeah. Like, if you truly want to live a bachelor lifestyle, nobody's mad at that. Mm-hmm. But just you at least have to be great. Right. Just right. follow me. That's okay. Just be honest. I don't want to be a part of it. Right. I don't want to exactly. be a part of that. And I get to choose. Give me the choice. Give me the choice. Yes. That's what, you just, this is, I think this is your question. <laughs> this is the answer to your question, Kaya. It's not that you bought it up. It's just that you were clear about it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what I want. I'm not pressuring you. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the difference between some men, yes. not all, some. Because uh-uh. niggas get crazy about that all. Okay. Some <laughs> men. Don't are not upfront. Give me the choice to choose if I'm gonna let you pursue me or not. Okay. Because at the end of the day, I get to choose if I'm gonna let you pursue me. Okay. You only get so much. You yeah. know what I mean? Period. Or if I'm gonna let you play me, oh, because yeah. you can show me. You you, you, you can show, show me who you are. You can yeah. play me like a fiddle. Okay. And I might let you play me. But what you can't do? Some women are okay yeah. with it. Oh, some, some, some women are okay with it. <laughs> and to be honest, I feel like. Huh. <laughs> The way God has my discernment made up, every mm-hmm. guy that I have dealt with so far, I've Preach already... Preach about it, Aisha. <laughs> Preach about it. I want to hear this one. <laughs> I've already... I, I knew ahead of time to leave it alone, yeah. right? Oh. I knew ahead of time that... And God will always tell me, nope, either it's not, it's not it or they're not ready. They're not where you are. So I need you to just Grow. let me do me. Mm-hmm. And you do you right. because it's gonna be somebody that's gonna be running the the, the race that you're running, mm-hmm. basically, right? And so honestly, I've gotten played because I've allowed myself to be played. Mm-hmm. Because Can you say that again? You've I've gotten played mm-hmm. because I've allowed myself to be played. Is that what that is? That is self-awareness. Self- okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um it's because important. when you have discernment, it's literally impossible for you to get played. Mm-hmm. God will. You just gotta listen. Listen, He will let you. Now I'm talking to my spiritual folk, you know, because everybody, you know, ain't ain't, ain't there. It's okay. We got some saints and we got some angels. Yeah, okay. it's all right. We're working with I, I, you know, um, but it's it's really impossible because God will let you know this ain't it. And I truly believe when it is it, then I'm going to get you that know. green light. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Aisha, it's okay. Like you can you you can work with this one. Yeah, it, it's true. all right. But also, I feel like when. Sorry, not to cut you no, off. I'm just saying when, what you just said, I think it's so important. But I also think it might be another, another conversation. But I think we put so much emphasis on wanting, like, we know the end, ter- the end goal for us. Mm-hmm. Like, for some people, we know what we want and we know when we want it and how we want it. And that's putting a lot of limitations on or expectation that might not even be within God's will for your life, yeah. number one. But then on the other end, some people just don't know what they want right away. And that's cool, too. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that you like you knowing up front like this is what I want I just think it puts you in a different category you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I don't think that it, it should put a limitation we put so much emphasis too I think on, on oh this is how I know this person is going to be the one yeah yeah. just because that person ain't playing you don't mean they're the one period just because that person is, is, nice. is nice don't mean they're the one <laughs> but also true. just because that person might not look how you thought they were going to look or might have some standards or expectations that you didn't expect to come from them doesn't mean that they're not the one either. Right. Yeah. So I think it goes both ways, but I think it just goes to show that for spiritual people, like God's will is God's will regardless. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And there's some lessons you might have to learn, but also I think like we can't be so easy. Like, say it again. Uh, we can't be what? So easy. <laughs> like, you, God didn't make us to be easy hussies. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he didn't. But like, you, you better make that. But my mom told me, I'll never forget this. And my mom loved her dearly. I really, truly do. 
And her testimony, her story in itself is different from other people's. But what I love so much about her is that she is real. Like, she like, it is what it is. And this is what, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She was pregnant, age 18. She'll tell you herself. But like what she knows now as a 51-year-old compared to her 18-year-old self, she'll tell you like, she just spits free game. But what she told me one time, I asked her, because she she knows obviously about my daddy issues, right? Because she had a baby by him, right? <laughs> but what she told me one time when I was having trouble, like really believing if Daniel was like my nigga, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I know you a nigga, but you my nigga. Right? <laughs> but she told me, and I was like, I just want something fun. She's like, girl, let that man be a man. Mm-hmm. Let that man be a man. Come on. Don't. You you ain't gotta convince a man to be a man. You ain't gotta At convince all. somebody to be who they not. You don't don't if you if they not their authentic self, it will show. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't be a dummy either. But don't <laughs> don't let that man. You know, like let that man be a man. Yes. 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 Um. You sorry, I had to. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt that in my spirit. So just to encourage you ladies out there that the the right one. When you got to be open, mm. you have to be open to receive the right one. Mm-hmm. Because I do feel like when men are ready, like they don't want to play games either. No. Period. They won't. They know what they want. Mm-hmm. Don't play with their heart either. Because right. I'm, and, and this is Appreciate not a, this is not a man bashing thing or anything like that. Because I, no, we, I love, you anybody know. Anybody in this room. <laughs> okay. We love our black men, period. So, this is not to say play with a man who's ready. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't. If that man is ready and you not, you need to be self-aware. You. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. You and need you to, need to be honest. Right. Okay? And say, you know what? I'm not there yet. But when you meet a man that's ready and you, you know. are at a place where you're confident enough to be your authentic self, it will align. Yeah. And you could just go from there. It isn't chaotic. It mm-hmm. isn't confusion. Will you be perfect? Absolutely not, because we're not perfect. He's not going to be perfect. You're not going to be perfect. Okay. But their their quirks and whatever else in your quirks, you guys just figure it out together along the way. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to feel like your standards or expectations mm-hmm. are too much. And we're not talking about artificial. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about, oh, he needs to be making... Seven figures, sis, when you still trying to figure out what you want to do. Girl, you barely making five figures. <laughs> you got to get, a, we're get not, it together. We're not yeah. talking about artificial stuff like that because at the end of the day, and I know I post this all the time, you have to deal with that man's heart for the rest of your life. Mm. Money comes and goes, but can you deal with his character mm. for, the rest of, for the rest of your life? Can you deal with that man when he's angry, when he's grief-ridden? Mm. Okay, like, can you be that safe space that there are responsibilities that we have as well, but you want to make sure that you're being responsible in the right relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. That you're really being yourself and, and he's accepting that and he's really able to be his self and you are, is it his self or himself? Himself. And <laughs> okay guys, so I've never been really great with grammar, but you get what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> The message is still clear. The message is still clear. <laughs> um, so, moving on to the our last part. Um, do what do you feel like is needed to continue to build healthy relationships, and not just healthy relationships in general, but healthy relationships within our community. Mm-hmm. So, healthy relationships. There's a lot of things I feel like that go into that. Um, definitely communication. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what I've learned, uh, I guess I'm not old, but dating <laughs> in, at the at an older age, um, you learn a lot about yourself. And I've learned that communication and compromise are two big things. Um, going back to what we talked about being in our, being our our authentic selves, mm-hmm. definitely not changing for anybody, but being able to say, you know what. I can make the compromise on that. We can do this instead of this. I, like, that's fine. But communicate, communicating for sure, because a lot of things get screwed up, just like off of text messages, mm. off of something that may have been said and taken out of context, just mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, and then in our community, the Black community, there's just a lot of wellness <laughs> for like mm-hmm. mental health that needs to be taken into consideration. Um, if I decide to get into a serious relationship with you, I need to basically do a deep dive on your past and how you were brought up mm-hmm. because that plays a big part into how you will mm-hmm. succeed in a relationship with me. Um, right. it, there's a lot that goes with, I guess, um, dating somebody with a, a different past than me. Mm-hmm. I was raised in a two-parent household. A lot of guys that I date weren't raised in two-parent households. Not that I think of them any less, but that teaches me how you deal with certain issues that may come up with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot yeah, mm-hmm. to think mm-hmm. about. Yeah, communication and past is, is definitely, definitely good ones. So the question is centered around how do we continue to build and breed healthy relationships? Hmm. <laughs> I think well I think it it takes like a lot of like self-reflection on both parts I yeah, think definitely. I think there's like a lot of talk not a lot of talk and it probably is true but there's a lot of emphasis on you know coming to a relationship as your authentic self but also whole as your whole self and I think like that sounds good in theory but sometimes people don't know that they're not whole until they see how broken they are so mm-hmm. like I didn't realize it, that I had daddy issues <laughs> until I realized that a lot until I I was engaged mm-hmm. in premarital counseling with my with my you know with our counselors and they asked a question I don't remember what it was but I realized I'm like oh so my fear of uh I had I had I had this really big fear if I could be transparent of like being cheated on mm-hmm. and not for the simple fact that it was like me being cheated on um was like the end all be all but for me it equated to me being cheated on was the equivalent of me not feeling like i was enough for that person right Mm -hmm. and so then that would say more about me not you know being enough than it did about that you know then it would be about my husband cheating if that were the case but when doing some more like reflection and you know counselors y'all y'all good for like beating it out of us like <laughs> like they, you ask one question and then it turns into me sobbing I'm like oh my god <laughs> but I realized in that moment after we after that session I realized that that fear of being cheated on came from what I what I experienced as a kid and how my dad and my mom's relationship was and I didn't get to see them be married adults they were divorced before I can remember like how they were before as a couple than they were as a divorced couple. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, it looked a little bit different. And I realized that that brokenness came from a place that I had never visited because I didn't know. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I think, of course, you want to come to that relationship. We need to come to our relationship as our authentic self. But 
come as whole as you can. I, I think wholeness is subjective, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that probably plays a big part in knowing, doing some self-reflection, doing that deep dive with yourself. You know what I mean? So knowing who you are, what you are, what you bring to the table is important. What you don't bring to the table, the things that you are really good at, the things that you're not good at, the things that you struggle with, your flaws, all that stuff, it all adds into your relationship, not just for the present, but for the future as well. Especially Mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship that is with the intent of being a married relationship, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you guys both shoot brought up some really good points, um, especially with um, coming as whole as you can, because I think with wholeness, first of all, especially in our pseudo-spiritual people, mm-hmm. uh, equates perfection, and mm-hmm. that is not it. <laughs> not it at all. No. You do not have to be perfect, because that just does not exist Mm -hmm. you are constantly going to be in need okay in need of 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 growing and like you said evolving and Mm -hmm. needing that higher source of power which i call the most high but god that's (laughs) what she meant (laughs) but i just like th- this whole, you know, thought of of you having to just have it all together. That's not that's that's not what we're saying. We're saying know who you are because you don't want to rely on somebody to like mm-hmm. tell you give you your joy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for you to for figure sure. out, you know, what you like to do, what what mm-hmm. makes you happy. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like you should know you like to travel already mm-hmm. before you. You know what I'm saying? Even sure. though somebody can open up your eyes to more things. Mm-hmm. That's always wonderful, but you should just know certain things. Um, and then getting back to just well mental wellness and knowing someone's past and not being afraid mm-hmm. to ask the necessary questions. Mm-hmm. Because it is true, when you grow up differently, like I brought up the fact that I think I love so hard or I get so like, I'm so like emotionally attached to things is because I grew up in a healthy environment. Mm-hmm. I grew up around... Love, were my parents perfect? Absolutely not. Did they struggle with things in their marriage? Absolutely. But what I did see is working it out. Mm -hmm. I saw that divorce was not an option. Mm -hmm. I saw communication. I was poured into that I was already enough. You know, so like when you are like a, let's think of a fountain, right? Like, you know how fountains already come like with water, but then there is like a, a... overflow right and so i'm already this this fountain of getting poured into of all of this love and um you know feeling like as as though i'm enough and you know knowing my qualities and characters and all that and and that being shaped and molded in my childhood so now it's kind of like okay now you're getting the overflow of that because that's just naturally who i am but somebody who did not come from that i don't need to know that you know what i'm saying like because there are there there's going to be a difference in how we receive things Mm -hmm. and how we're communicating things so Mm -hmm. i definitely think um asking the important questions uh, showing up as yourself and and getting to know yourself and being self-aware and by all means just like kai said just because you know we may come from certain backgrounds of like you know a two-parent household or maybe you're more you know, you came from a, a family that was well off and y'all got money or whatever the case is, that does not mean that you don't have things that you struggle with. Right. <laughs> what did you need to work through? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> because I know for me, right. I have to work on boundaries. 
you know, because everybody doesn't deserve this benefit of the doubt, right? Like, you know, I can go into things super like, you know what I'm saying? Like excited because, you know, of, of how I was brought up, but it doesn't mean that I don't need to work on things like boundaries, right? Right. Um, and so I think that's that's definitely a, a key. Self-awareness is definitely key to, to having healthy relationships and then knowing that there's nothing wrong with desiring a family or marriage mm-hmm. in this day and age. Especially in our community. Oh my oh, God. Yes. In our community, it's just like, you look that crazy because cause I, cause I want to be married. That that makes me crazy. Or because I want a healthy family dynamic. Mm-hmm. That makes me like abnormal. It is totally okay if that is what you desire, male or female. Mm-hmm. Man, if you want a wife and you want to have kids after you get married, there's nothing wrong with you. If you so happen to have, you know, have children already and you still want to be married, there's nothing wrong with you. That is still a standard that you can have saying, you know what? Yes, I did. I did it this way, but I still desire a marriage and, and bringing my, my kids mm-hmm. up in a family, you know, oriented environment. Mm-hmm. That is OK. So I think normalizing family and normalizing healthy relationships and marriage can breed more, mm-hmm. especially in our community. So. My therapeutic tip today is being honest, which I feel like we talked about a lot today. You have to be, and I think the first step, before you can be honest with somebody, you got to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, child. I'm, I'm reading this book. Is this the time? To yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to interrupt the tip. No. I'm reading this book by Brene Brown. It's called The... Uh, gifts of imperfection mm-hmm. and she talks a lot about um worthiness and belonging and you know all those trigger words that make me feel like dang now i gotta do more self-work right mm-hmm. but i what she the basis of a lot of especially the beginning of the book it talks about honesty and transparency and how we don't have to hustle for our worthiness right mm-hmm. so like you're worthy of what you want and like what you desire and you you're worthy you're already worthy. You're not worthy because of something. Mm-hmm. You're just worthy. Like, that's just it. You don't have to hustle for that. It's not like a, you know, you hustling for some change off the street. It's mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. My worthiness is already enough. Like, mm-hmm. I'm enough because I'm worthy. Yeah. But she talks a lot about how your worthiness is rooted in your trans. It, it, it's directly correlated to your transparency, your, your ownness, like your story. The minute you own who you are and like, how you do things and just everything that goes along with being Kayla, everything that goes along with being Kai, with being Aisha, that's like where your worthiness lies. That's where your like your sauce is, is in who you are and owning who you are. But the root of that is like your transparency and you being honest and truthful to who you are mm-hmm. because you have to honor who you are, right? Yeah. Like I think we try to be these people who we see on TV or we see on social media and you know, imposter syndrome is really what it Basically. is. But it's like, you don't, you're just you. Like, you don't have to be anybody else to be holy or, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, to be worthy or to be whole. Mm-hmm. So I, when you said the word honest, that triggered that book in my head for that reason. Yeah. Yes. And then too, that's how, that's also a key to like having a healthy and happy relationship. Because if you win something and you've been not, you haven't been being yourself mm-hmm. that whole time, mm-hmm. that charade is going to get really old. Yeah. So you might as well just be honest. And sometimes that takes courage. Mm -hmm. 
Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you just don't want to be, you know, maybe. And, and that comes back to being honest with yourself because you got to be confident in who you are. Um, and then, too, knowing things that you have to work on so that you're able to communicate that to the person that you're in a relationship with. Because mm-hmm. if you're not honest with yourself about the stuff that you are flawed in and you can't communicate, like, hey, hold me accountable to this because I know I really struggle with this. If you can't communicate mm-hmm. that, that means you haven't done some self-work. Right. And all marriage is and, and a real healthy relationship is, is a reflection of, of that. Yourself. Can we talk about that? Listen, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a reflection that don't make that go away because you're in a relationship. If anything, it's going to be I heightened. Did. Girl, right. preach the word of God, please. Because <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Kayla's an idiot. <laughs> but. Uh, um yeah so so that's our tip and um i just like to to thank you guys oh such a pleasure no problem for joining me today it's just girl chat you know girl basically talk. <laughs> listen get you some friends because honestly we talk like this all the time i'm gonna say we just had a like, we just we, <laughs> we just had this conversation before we had this listen, conversation we literally just had this conversation and like you know if you can't like talk about this kind of stuff if your circle ain't keeping you on your toes and calling you out on your stuff mm. uh that accountability sure. is real it's 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 really real um, if you ain't ready for accountability don't don't ask for accountability no please don't because if yes. you want only one and give it but not receive it, don't call me, please. <laughs> don't ask for no accountability. Because they're going to tell it like it is. Period. Real accountability? Yeah. What? Sure. They sure are. <laughs> and and accountability also is in healthy relationships. So friendships, relationships, all of that. Um. So any closing thoughts, ladies? Um, no. You good? You good? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Wonderful. So, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and close and say thank you <laughs> for listening, and we'll chat soon.